Ariel. It's hey, Jessica. It's Jessica. <laughs> We've been at that bid truck in Silver Lake. All right, what's up, everybody? This is the Coronavirus Quarantine Chronicles Day 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I managed to get that out uh, in one take. I am very proud of myself. I still regret the name. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> I, I think it is. It's well, out there. When you're five days into something, uh, what, what is that in marketing terms? Uh, That's an eternity, right? You're five I, days into a marketing campaign? Yeah. I, I mean, well, we're, we, I mean, the, the virus doubles every day, right? So, <laughs> you know. Exactly. I mean, we're in it now. I don't know. Oh, man. Exponential so, growth. Yeah. No, we have branded ourselves with the virus. Oh, we should have called our podcast Exponential Growth. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Petri dish, everybody. That's what I'm going to rename my studio here. So we're watching Rachel tonight, and there's this epidemiology researcher on uh, whose name suddenly escapes me. Uh, she looks vaguely like uh, Helena Bonham Carter. I don't know. And right. she's she's on there saying, we're going to die. That's it. You know, it's bad. <laughs> it's really fucking bad. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, how do how do you like your news? Like, if you're going to get the news, do you prefer somebody to kind of be like, well, you know, it's going to kind of get a little rough and bumpy? Like, for example, let's say we're flying and the captain comes on and there's some turbulence ahead. Do you want the captain to kind of sugarcoat it and be like, hey, it's going to get a little roughly bumpy? Or do you want to be like, strap in? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I I was on a terrible flight. So a year ago, Valentine's Day. I was flying to Vegas for my friend's wedding, and there, there was it was that. Remember that Southwest flight where they had to land because of that turbulent, like they hit that air pocket. It was that this exact same like flight path, and it was the same snowstorm, and it was the same everything. It was like there was a big snowstorm here right. in Seattle, and they were flying like through all this turbulence of, of yeah. air that were coming down. And that were sending planes plummeting like you know exactly. two thousand feet in a second. So in one I was second. already totally freaked out. I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be really bad." And then the pilot came on and said, "I'm not going to lie, this is going to be really bad." Oof. And I started. I mean, I was crying. I was panicking. A woman that I didn't even know reached over and started, like, holding my hand. Like, that's how bad it got. And you know what? It turned out not to even be that bad. So that guy didn't even need to do that. Because I, for the full two and a half hours, I was, like, bracing myself and and crying to an embarrassing amount. Okay, so this is what always happens when you're flying, right? It's one or the other. It's like all of a sudden, like they the, plane, it. the exactly. plane is like a fucking rock polisher. You know, it's like, <laughs> and the pilot says, dick. Or the pilot's like, strap in everybody. I want the stewardesses, pardon me, flight attendants to like take their seats. And they're like, you know, we don't want any flying uh, carts going through the air and like braining people or whatever. And they get in, they they get it, put those, you know, uh, seat belts on that like cross over each shoulder. And it's like, oh my God. And then it's nothing. It's like a couple little bumps. It's, yeah, it's nothing. It's a, So, I was just thinking about that when that uh, she she's not she's like a writer and a researcher and clearly not a broadcaster, <laughs> right? Because her hair is frumpy yeah. and her tone is like aggressive. It's not just honest. It's like it's like that's not gonna work. We're all gonna die. You're like, oh, oh not go much back of a to your office. Manner. Like yeah. I don't know where you came from, but please go back there. You're freaking everyone out. I like Rachel Maddow's delivery. You know, yeah. she's honest about it, but. Yeah. 
I don't know. Somehow when she tells the truth, I don't feel like she just accosted me, <laughs> which is what I felt with that woman. Yeah, I don't know. Are, are we making a mistake eating while we're watching this stuff? I can't imagine <laughs> it's good for our digestion. Well, you know, we, we, uh, we already can't sleep. What's yeah. next? So, yeah, no sleeping, no eating. No eating. Yeah. And, we're just and wasting really, away. Really, technically, we're not really supposed to be breathing. At oh, this yeah. Point. No. I think that's really the. Except the, around the, each other. The way, exactly. The way that you intake the virus is through breathing. So, if we could stop that, we'd stop the transmission of the virus entirely, right? I don't, I wish that um, people would just stop sharing what they think is helpful information. I mean, and that's a whole that's a whole thing that's going around right now. Well, so did you see this thing on Facebook today where they were shutting down things that people were sharing about COVID? Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it was a glitch in their system or it, it from what I saw, they were like, whoopsie, our bad, because people were trying to share legitimate information and they're like, this, you know, they're shutting it down and go, this goes against our community standards. So something went wrong. I think there's wrong. a bug in <laughs> Put no pun intended in the Facebook algorithm. <laughs> Facebook because got COVID. Somebody that I know was trying to share like a like like a bunch of museums um, opened up tours like you can take virtual tours of the museum and okay. she was trying to share that and they flagged it for that exact thing. All right, so, so it something's was going on. it's something something's wrong. All right. No, I mean the thing where where people keep sharing like COVID can linger in the air for two days and you're like how much of it enough to make me sick? Come on! Yeah. Like if you're gonna say something like that, I feel like. Please follow it up with something actually substantive. The one thing that I keep going back to is that nobody really knows anything right now. We are in uncharted territory. And, oh, uh, except the president. He knew this was going to be a pandemic. <laughs> I can't even fucking talk about him. Seriously. No, like You want to see my blood pressure you know, go through the fucking roof. Um, yeah, he started doing the invisible accordion thing. Again, that's so. how you know that's, he's lying. Yeah, well, that, that and his lips are moving, yeah. uh, as they say. Um, so I, uh, I, I, uh, I came into your studio today and I was like, the most exciting thing of the day just happened. I need to tell you about it. Right. And so now it's time to play. What's the most exciting thing that happened today? <laughs> we're, we're just, just imagine that there's, in fact, here, I'm going to do it again and I'm going to do it with music, like game show music. You uh-huh. ready? It's time to play. What's the most exciting thing that happened today? The printer ink came. That is exciting. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Okay, so here's... No, I look, You when you're in this kind of situation, you yeah. have to lower your standards all the way down. When you are cooped up. And then when the printer ink arrives, because, you know, it's really annoying. You can't go out and get your printer ink, which I usually do, like, on Sunday if we yeah. need ink for the... But, like, this is a very boring story. But, but uh, yeah, that's what I do. Usually... After after or before Costco, depending on whether I have frozen things, I hit up Office Depot and I get whatever yeah. we need from there because it's right next door to it. But I can't go there. So I had to order the ink and it took a long time because yeah. all this whole supply chain's all messed up. Right. So I was like, I can't print anything. Everything I print is pink. So, <laughs> And you said, I'm going to print something. And I was like, no, no you're, you're not. not. <laughs> and then we waited for a while. And then finally the UPS man arrived and he had our little uh, thing of printer ink and then we had to wave at him because you know we yeah. can't open the door yeah, and we have to like distancing. you know yeah. we have to like open the door grab it with a glove after he's gone yeah. right he leaves it at the door and we're like yay the ink is here we can finally print <laughs> you know th- so it's if, a sad if sad you spend day. your life 
entire life basically inside <laughs> a dwelling, you know what you become? A dog. That's, that's, oh, my we God. We become our dog. It's like every time the UPS guy shows up or any – because the dog either sleeps all day or just kind of looks out the window until I you know take her out and throw the ball for her or whatever. So if anything happens that to us is completely boring, she's like – the, like the UPS guy shows up or the postman shows up and he's like, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, the postman's here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The postman's here. And we're like, can you calm down? Can you take it down or not? She's like, no, no, this is the most exciting thing. You don't understand. Because nothing fucking happens. That's now right. we're the dog. We're the dog. We're the dog. Someone came. They brought something. We we lost our minds. Okay, so shall I tell you the most exciting thing that happened to me today? <laughs> yes, please do. Okay, so I'm dropping off some stuff over at my parents today. They are <laughs> completely now. The governor said you were you were all uh, you know people over sixty should. The operative word should stay indoors. So we're really trying to stick to that. So I'm taking them some stuff that they need. Uh, and my parents live in this neighborhood with an HOA, and this HOA has instituted this fucking thing where they don't want people to park on the street. They only allow you to park in your driveway. Uh, otherwise, they want you know visitors to park on the main road. But the main road is about as far from my parents' place as any house in their whole block, right? And also, did I mention that my mom has had 30 surgeries and is legally handicapped? And so there's this guy who comes around every once in a while. He's fucking nudge. I guess he's he's somebody with the HOA, and he has taken it upon himself to be the enforcer. He's like these stack of these little laminated cards that they're like— And you know he laminated them himself, you're, right? A hundred percent right. I'm positive it is. He's the worst. He, I don't know. Like he's got to just sit in his window all day, right? Because you you run into your parents' house for five seconds and yeah. you get a laminated thing on your window. So I'm in the garage with my parents, and I'm trying to because you know, like we still have contact with the outside world, and I know that you know, uh, coronavirus has a like an eight to fourteen day gestation period, and so I'm just I'm practicing safe social distancing with my parents, and we've got like the garage door open and like. So, you know, there's air coming through and this motherfucker just walks right up, just walks right up with this, with this laminated card. And we have to talk about this Jeep situation. Now, I say to him and, I, and my dander gets up immediately and I'm like, hey, look, back off. There's a pandemic. Don't come in here. And my dad out of nowhere charges out and he's fucking pissed and he's hollering at this guy. He's like, get the fuck out of here. You get the fuck out of here. Get the I am sick of this bullshit with the parking. You get the fuck out. I have never seen him like this before. Well, I mean, I have, but you know, not since I was like 16, right? Oh my God. Jim Cox is going to cut you. He was. And so, so the guy left, you know, and so the moral of the story is don't fuck with my dad when he's cooped up in his house, I guess. I just, I feel like I'm wondering why that guy feels like it's okay to, like, maintain his petty HOA bullshit when, know. like, your parents can't leave the house, right? Like, it, it's... Pick your time, it's, dude. Like, right? He That's the hill he's going to die on? He's going to die on a laminated plaque where you're you're clearly bringing some stuff over to some people who can't leave the house because the governor said not to. And that was the most exciting thing that happened today. All right. So we have been having some fun threads on our uh, uh, respective Facebook groups. Um, And the one that we did today was, what will you eat slash drink when you run out of regular stuff? Right. Right. So the premise is you're you're stocked up on all your good stuff. You've got like two weeks worth of um, your chicken and your hamburgers or I don't know what you guys eat, but, uh, you know, we we eat chicken and, uh, you know, a salad or two. And uh, obviously at the end of two weeks, if they've um, if they've 
implemented that whole shelter at home thing, we're not going to be able to go out. So I'm like, okay, what are we going to eat then? Like, what's the next thing you're going to eat that you don't really want to eat? When you kind of get down to the bottom of the food barrel and drink barrel. Exactly. So, yeah, mostly I was taking an inventory of the bar and going, what would it take for me to drink Malibu rum? (laughs) When am I going to actually have to resort to drinking grapefruit rattlers? Exactly. (laughs) But but my my best friend said, oh, that's that's my favorite beer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Lily, Lily loves that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. She when she comes to our party, she she drinks that. But the one thing that I will say before you get to your list of what everybody else said, the one thing I, I can tell you proof positive that we will absolutely be eating, like you know when every everything has gone to to hell and, and in a handbasket, beans, beans, beans. Yep, yeah. for sure. We have so many beans. Anyway, yeah. so what is what did people we say? We had beans before, but then I bought some more beans, and now it's like we're gonna get sick of beans. But I guess if you're starving, yeah. you you eat what there is, right? Absolutely. Um. <clears throat> okay, I mostly took note of the drinks that people were like willing to drink last, right? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I I found it very entertaining that people were like they they mentioned food like oh okay I'll eat the ramen that's in my emergency kit or I'll eat beans or whatever. Yeah. But then people started naming off booze that they were like I won't drink this but I'll drink it if there's nothing else. Right. right? So just weirdo shit that somebody brought at a party or something. Exactly. Gersh said that he's had a Sapporo Tallboy in the back of his fridge since 2014. Sapporo's awesome. I, I love Sapporo. I, know, I don't I know, know what's why. Going on there. Because, and then when he posted that, one of our other friends in L.A. offered to trade for a coffee stout. Okay. I, I hope that they do that, but they do it safely. Yeah, absolutely. And wipe it down. Yeah, wipe it down, social yeah. distancing, make it a drive-by. Coffee stout is something I don't think I could drink even if I were on my last bottle of booze because it has coffee. And We've that. got two in the fridge right now, and I'm not going to drink it because it's not like you're going to drink it in the morning, right? right? It has actual coffee in it. it's got booze in it. Well, it's, yeah, it's got booze in it for the morning, can't do it then. And it's got coffee Can't you know for the evening, can't do it then. I don't so. get it. D- don't those things cancel each other out? Mm, I don't know. I've never had that. So, <laughs> Okay. Um <clears throat> My friend Ida from high school said that she would drink her great uncle's homemade Hungarian palinka. Okay. Which sounds like kind of a... It sounds very Hungarian. Yeah. Yeah. My own father said that he has moonshine ah, and it does. came in a jar with X's on it. Yeah. In fact, when we first went to his place in Kentucky, when he moved there, there was actually a still on the property. Right. And he rigged it up and made some moonshine. Because Because, that's how Ken Coe rolls. Well, because he wanted to see if it worked. Exactly. And it it did. Yeah. But yeah, he always offers it to people and you're like, you know, I can't leave with this, right? Like it's illegal to travel with (laughs) this And also, I have lesions in my trachea. Yeah. (laughs) And also, I can take one sip of this. It's weird. Um, let's see. We, I was looking around our bar. We have a strange bottle of orange flavored triple sec. Where? Oh, that's you know what? Actually, that I brought that in. That is you don't drink that by itself. You use that to make margaritas. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, it would be like drinking vermouth. Like, okay, so then my second vermouth. thing was yes, we do have Malibu rum that has coconut liqueur in it. Those are two things I don't like. I got drunk the very first time on Pepsi and rum, and I got really, really, really sick. Uh, I'll tell you the story sometime. Um, but it, <laughs> Didn't it, you just tell me the story? Well, yeah, but there's more more to it than that. It, it involved, uh, <laughs> I, I wound up eating something that was purple later, and then you can kind of guess oh, what the morning boy. after that was, sounds... was like. Yeah, it was colorful. Um, but I can't, to this day, smell rum. Really? Yeah. 
Why do we have two bottles of rum in our bar, though? Because, you know, people brought it over so that they could make whatever sort of rum drink that I will never partake in. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kathleen said somebody left a bottle of mead at her house. She was willing to try it. I think that's fermented honey. I guess. I don't know. These are some weird. Um, uh, yeah, Ovid wrote about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then my um, one of my favorite comments was Angela's dad, Norm, said that he, <clears throat> when everything else was gone, he was going to eat five years worth of unopened fruitcake and then chase it with NyQuil. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> that is a hell of a last meal, Norm. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, man. That's good stuff. If that's how you're going out. All right, so it is time for our special guest. So on the line with us is our friend Jamie, and Jamie just recently moved to Los Angeles. And Jamie, this is kind of a weird time to be relocating because, like, you want to go out and explore everything, and now you can't, right? (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) What are things like in Los Angeles right now? Are people largely staying indoors, or what's the scene? You know, I have to be honest, today is one of the first days I got out of the house in a couple, in probably a week. Okay. <laughs> um, and you know LA traffic. We that's do. That's not here right now. Unfortunately, we know. Oh, that's not, she said oh, that's not happening. It's, <gasps> it's not here right now. Well, what are we... It's pretty easy to get around. <laughs> well, so now, when you first moved there, we told you, we kind of warned you, like, now remember, if somebody says, if you're on the west side and somebody says, hey, meet me at blah, blah, 430 in Burbank, be sure to, like, you know, plan for an hour and a half drive over there, yeah, but you don't have to you don't have to do that right now. No, not right now. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> people are out. People are out. Things are happening. Um, but a lot of people are working from home. So yeah, there's just not that much traffic out on the road right now. Well, so you're planning something pretty cool uh, that's real. Now, you do yoga, and you're actually one of the most chill people that I know. And so it would make sense that you are kind of bringing a little bit of calm uh, to your uh, to your new locale. So tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm kind of the queen of silver linings. And with all of this kind of chaos, <laughs> All this chaos is the first thing I look for. You know, oh, my God, pandemic. Okay, what good can come from this, right? Um, so so through this whole chaos, I, I really feel like it's an opportunity for the collective to really understand our, our oneness. And uh, so I started a meditation group, and it's really oh, simple. Phenomenal. It's something I do. Yeah, it's something I do every day. You know, it's part of my morning routine that I have established. So it's really casual and I'm meditating with the group, but it's just kind of a way for people to jump in if they're looking to start a meditation practice. I mean, I know people are home now. So so you're doing this this from home and people can join online. Is that right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I do it on Facebook Live and uh, Instagram Live. Um, and then I think those replays hang out for a while. So, so, so I will say yeah. that I am a uh, very frustrated meditator, but I do it every day. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, if, perfect. yeah. So, if I wanted to partake in this, what time does it happen, and, and how can people get involved? Okay, so it's at um, nine thirty a.m. So Pacific time, my time. Reasonable time. And your time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 9.30. I'm not a big morning person, so that's me Nor getting up and like, yeah, yeah, that's me getting up, walking Bowser, getting my tea and sitting in front of the computer. So yes. <laughs> um, really early. Uh, it'll be on my Facebook page, which is on JL Brown. Okay. Um, and my IG page, which would be XOJL Brown. 
Um, yes, yeah, so either one of those platforms, I just pop on there live. And if you don't make it at 9.30 a.m., it hangs out on Instagram for 24 hours, and I think it's permanently on Facebook, on the Facebook page. Oh, wow. So, so no matter what you time can, you get up, that's that's fantastic. No matter what time you get up. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. You can do it any time of day. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, what style of meditation do you do just for people who may want to know? I mean, are you doing kind of like a Vipassana breathing thing? Are you doing like body awareness? Are you doing mantras? or what? You, how, how's it going? You know, I've kind of been uh, intuitively inspired in the moment, if that makes sense. So today I sort of did a little bit of breath work. I kind of look at who's there and I do a little bit of breath work and I really just try to bring people into the present moment, whether it's through like a somatic physical experience or following the breath. It's, It's really nothing fancy. This is like really bare bones kind of meditation. There's no music. I'm not, um, I'm not guiding all too much. I'm really just inviting you in to sit with me and let's just experience this together and be present if that makes sense it does (laughs) i love it you honestly have been one of the i've always thought of you as like an old soul um you are like one of the and and i am old enough to be your dad most likely but you just you really are just such a chill person and uh, i think it's just wonderful um, that you're that you're doing that. Um, so so thank you for bringing a little bit of centeredness and peace into these uh, rather troubled times. Very troubled times. Whatever I can do. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're going to put some yoga stuff online too, right? Yes, that is in the works. I am working on that. Mm-hmm. Yay. Get some yoga on there too. I'm thinking people would prefer like shorter yoga practices. Well, like how long? Like 15. a half an hour. 15, 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Something that's that's oh, that'll really, be fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, something that's really, you can pop it in any time of the day. Like, there's no excuses with that one. You don't have to carve out too much time. <laughs> well, I have a brand name idea for your uh, for your meditation well, practice. Roy's the branding expert, so uh, listen up. It's called Meditation to Stop the Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I'm just kidding. I love that. That's no, I'm, I'm actually not kidding, but I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, kinda. at least the internal screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Meditation to stop the internal screaming. <laughs> yeah, we all. Everybody's walking around like you know that painting by Munch. You know the guy's just like ah. That's that, that's yep. really everybody's internal uh, dialogue right now. Well, Jamie, you are so awesome. It is so good to talk to you. Uh, I will have all of your information for people in the show notes if they want to join, and awesome. we highly encourage people to do it. Um, you know, when you when all of this is over and you get the all clear, uh, I have a stack of about five pages worth of notes of things to go and do and see in Los Angeles. And I know that a lot of people listening who actually live there will have some notes for you guys as well. So um, be well, be safe, and uh, and you know we'll we'll be in touch soon. I, you'll probably see me at one of your meditation sessions. Absolutely. I can't wait. I love you guys. I miss you guys. Oh, I love and you back, kid. stay healthy. You yeah. too. You okay, do. I'll right. talk to you soon. Talk to you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Well, I feel better about that after that. I really I know. do. She's, I know. Actually, I She's feel very better. calming. She is. Every time I talk to her, I always feel better. Um, I know. She's very... I, I was going to make the joke, though. That I, I tried to join this morning, but 
I, I, she's on Insight Timer, and I, tr- I looked for her on there. Like that's a meditation app. Oh, okay. I and, didn't know um, what that was. But then I couldn't find her on there, and it turned out that she was over on Facebook. And by the time I found her, she was already off the live. And I, then I wanted to make the joke like, "Oh, I wasn't there. You would know because I'd be screaming." <laughs> and I'm like, is that going to distract your practice nah. if I'm just screaming? Nah. Like, like, uh, can you mute your mic? Whoever's going, ah. Do <laughs> you think that would be a harsher to like a meditation, uh, like a sitting meditation, a group meditation, if someone were just screaming? You know, honestly, if you're present with it, man, it's 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 what's going on. It's what's going down? <laughs> meditation to stop the screaming. <laughs> so uh, just a uh, pop quiz. How many times a day do you think you wash your hands? Oh, uh, gosh, now? Yeah, right now with, with, um, with uh, coronavirus. Uh, 25? I was going to say, yeah, probably for me it's about 25. So my hands are red and raw and chapped, and they look like my grandmother's. My (laughs) hands don't look like yours, though, so I must not be washing enough. Well, I think you just have more supple skin. Or, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. But we have a challenge for listeners for tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and that is the chapped hands challenge. Send us and post a photo of your hands that are chapped from overwashing, and we'll come up with some sort of like prize. We'll you'll certainly get a shout out. <laughs> whoever has like the most chapped hands, we're to mail them something from here. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a shout out. But whoever's hands look the most like Howard Hughes esque. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. want to see some red. Hands. Raw hands. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right, moon, <laughs> raw hands. All right, you guys. That will do it for this coronavirus quarantine chronicle. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. So everybody, as always, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.